Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hello, and welcome to episode 25 of season two of the Travel Tidbits podcast. I'm Jamie Weidel, travel agent and owner of Pineapple Escapes. This week, I'm super excited to be sharing the mic with Sharon, Samantha, and Ashley as we discuss our trip to Walt Disney World and Universal Orlando Resort as we celebrated the holidays. We were there in early December and loved experiencing all of the parks and how they were decorated and everything fun about the holidays at the park. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's go ahead and jump right into our at the core this week and talk about our trip. So Ashley and Samantha both flew in early. So they arrived before Sharon and I and Carrie was there too, but she doesn't like to hear herself on the podcast. So she didn't want to join us today. So all of us were there, um, but Samantha and Ashley flew in early and did the holiday VIP tour at Universal. So Samantha, do you want to start us off and tell us a little bit about the VIP tour and how all of that went for you guys? Sure. So if you've had me uh, listen to me talk at all about Universal, Christmas time at the parks is my absolute favorite. My family loves all the Christmas lights that they do up in Seuss Landing in the Grinchmas show and the Macy's holiday parade. But this is the first time that I did the VIP holiday tour. So this is something they started last year. I hope it sticks around. We were able to, so when we arrived, we had priority reserved area to view the Macy's parade. So we started with the Macy's parade there were some kind of little things in between there, and but we also got reserved seating at the Grinchmas show without having to stand in line, which is a fabulous play with the Grinch and the Hughes. Then we got a um, private meet and greet with Santa that's not available any other way than the tour. We also got a private meet and greet with the Grinch that included hot chocolate and cookies. And then after the park closed, we got a, um, a private showing of the, the light show on Hogwarts Castle with the only people that were left in the park were people with the holiday tour. So you were able to walk around the area and watch the show without 5,000 people. That sounds like a lot of fun. Ashley, anything else you want to throw in there about the VIP experience and your thoughts? Well, I had never been to Universal at the holidays, so that was new for me. I had never seen their holiday parade with the Macy's balloon, so that was neat. And having, you know, our reserve spot, I had never seen the Grinchmas show. So all of that was new to me and just really neat. I liked having everything just to be in that group and go from one thing to the next and have someone kind of take us around. So basically hitting all the holiday highlights that one night was I thought really great. I think that there we did have some downtime, but fortunately for us, the Mannheim Steamroller was having a concert that night. So while we were waiting to meet Santa, we were on a rooftop and we could see the concert happening. So that was really cool. So I had a lot of fun, got to meet, you know, Santa and the Grinch. The one thing though that I didn't realize when we were on the tour was I guess we were doing could be doing the holiday tree hunt. And that was part of the whole experience. And they didn't really 
tell us about that. I didn't know until after the fact. So I did get an ornament saying that we were part of that. But that would be something that maybe, uh, you know, would be fun to do if I thought about it. So that's just a little tidbit for anybody who might want to do it in the future. You can do the holiday tree hunt on the tour. So (laughs) I had a lot of fun. I would say that meeting the meet and greet with the Who's was (laughs) probably my least favorite of the bunch, but it was still, uh, kids would love it, you know, but it was for me more just a time to, you know, take a little rest during the whole excitement of running around. And the lights were really cool at the end. So having that time in Hogsmeade alone with just our group, you could go into the shops and do all of that at the same time. So all in all, I would say it's definitely, it was definitely worth it. So how much did you guys pay for the VIP tour? How much is it a person? Do you remember? I think it was $50. Oh, that's not Does bad that at all. right, Ashley? Think. And it was five or six I think hours that long? Was the $50, I think that was, did you have your AP discount? Yes. So it's, so it's $60. Unless you're an annual pass holder, you do get a $10 discount. So $60 or $50. And it started at five and went to 11, I think. I mean, it was plenty of time to see all the holiday offerings. We stayed the next day and Jamie and Carrie joined us and Sharon. And honestly, we didn't have time. Those three did not get to do all of the holiday offerings right. and do the park stuff as well. So it was a nice t- a nice way to be able to get in all of the highlights of the holiday offerings at one time. And you were escorted through the park. Um, you didn't have to wait in line. I've, there was a two-hour wait for the Grinchmas show. We didn't have to wait for that. I like that. And I, I think that's reasonable. Yeah, I think that's really reasonable for what you guys were able to do and see and, and to be able to kind of have a holiday highlights tour. I love it. So, yes, we did spend. So then the five of us spent the next day at Universal Orlando Resort. So we went back and forth between Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios. Sharon, you want to give us a little bit of an overview of about our day at Universal? Sure. So we started our day at Islands of Adventure, which is really new for us because we normally start over at Universal Studios. So we did things backwards from our normal. And the reason we did was for Velocicoaster. Velocicoaster is Universal's new roller coaster. I had already ridden it. Jamie, had you ridden it already? Yep. Christy and I did it. Yeah, so Jamie and I had been the only ones who did it. So Carrie and Samantha and Ashley had not. We did have to convince Samantha that she would not die if she (laughs) wrote it. This is something that the team is usually telling me, but I don't know. I guess I've become a roller coaster rider last year or something. So we did it. It was awesome the second time around. I still kept my eyes closed. I can't tell you visually what the ride looks like. I just, I can't do it. I don't know. So after we did that and Samantha, you know, took a deep breath because she wasn't going to die. We did head over to some of our favorite part, you know, to the (laughs) Wizarding World and got a frozen butterbeer because that is a must when we go. That was nice just to be able to sit back there in the, um, just back in the back by the Hogshead and enjoy views of the Velocicoaster and of Hogwarts Castle and just chat for a minute and drink our drink. And then we floated over Get to... Get the feeling back in my legs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Samantha, well... Let's be real. We needed a break because Samantha couldn't walk. 
<laughs> the poor thing. I know. I get it. It's um. So then we headed over to um Seuss Landing, which really is becoming one of my favorite parts of the parks. I love Seuss Landing. I love the colors, and it is so bright and cheerful. And they do Christmas like no one else does. So I was excited to go in and we went and explored. We got tots from the restaurant there in Seuss Landing. It was something that we keep saying we needed to do. We never made it happen, but we made it happen on this time. And I enjoyed it. I really like I was looking at pictures this morning and I'm like, okay, I really could use some more of these tots in my life today. (laughs) Especially after, you know, for our listeners, I've had no hot water for three weeks because our hot water heater broke. Long story, just sometimes you need that comfort food. And today was one of those days. So then after we did that, we went ahead and headed over to Universal Studios to start really exploring the Christmas items. We did pop into the Christmas store at Islands of Adventure, which was fun because we had been at Universal the year before. And so there was this great big, I don't even know what it's called. It's this great big wooden thing. I don't even know. And you can like see through it. It has little statues in it. And it was nice to see it in there because the year before it was in the tribute store. So one thing that popped into my mind is Universal changes their decorations like just because it's in one place one year doesn't mean it's in another place another year they really think about where they're going to put everything year after year so that was just a nice touch for me I don't know I don't think anybody else noticed it but I did so then we went over to Universal Studios I'll show you pictures we went over to Universal Studios and we rode a couple of rides there I think we did the mummy I think we did. I think that's right. So we rode yep, the mummy. Yeah. And then we went into the tribute store. The tribute store, sometimes we buy stuff and sometimes we don't, but it's always fun to see. I've been in at Mardi Gras and I've been in at Christmas. And both of them are really fascinating because Universal thinks outside of the box as far as it comes to the snacks they offer and the merchandise that is in there. This year, it seemed like Earl the Squirrel was the theme. There was a lot of Earl the Squirrel merchandise. So that was interesting to see where last year, I think they were sort of Harry Potter heavy on, well, I say last year, we're in a new year now. The year before, they were Harry Potter heavy. So that was nice. Just a nice little stroll. And then we watched the Macy's parade there at Universal. And wow, I mean... That did me in for the whole trip. I could have done nothing else but come home. And I was, it was so magical to see the Macy's parades or see the Macy's floats. I was sitting there thinking, my mom always wants to see these, but she's, her going to the Macy's parade in New York probably is not going to be feasible. So I'm like, okay, we have to make a trip so she can at least see several of them. It really was magical. It was snowing confetti over us. Santa does some magical touches with the Christmas tree at the end. And it was just really, really lovely. I had a great time. I thought we had a great view too, where we were sitting. We were almost in front of the mummy, just a little bit down from it. And it really was the perfect spot to sit in. And then 
Well, I don't know. I think that was how we sort of ended the day with the parade. We may have gone and done one other ride after that. Oh, the hot butter beer. We did go get hot butter beer. Aha. Uh-huh. Yep. See, so we had to get the frozen and the hot all in one day, all in one trip. Vacation calories don't count. What can I say? You know? That's one of my favorite pictures of the four of you from the trip, the one that I took with your hot butter beers. I love that one. So yes. that's a cute one. Yes. But yeah, it's we had an ongoing debate on which one is better, the frozen <laughs> or the hot. I think it depends on the temperature. Frozen. Yes. I frozen finally, always, even yes. when it's warm. Yes. I enjoyed the hot while it was a little chilly, but I still just prefer the frozen. I mean, I'd probably rather no. be cool and have the hot <laughs> instead of <laughs> sweating and having the frozen, but I just, the frozen's good. Yeah. See, and I prefer the taste of the hot. I like the frozen on a nice hot floor today is really refreshing, but when it chills off and I can drink that hot butter beer, it's heavenly. <laughs> Yeah, you guys, you yeah, guys I'm definitely team frozen. I, I could use one of those decision. right now because it's like 20 degrees in Kentucky and eight <laughs> inches of snow. And that doesn't happen here, but once every four or five years. So I could definitely use a hot butterbeer in Florida right now. Yeah. That yeah. sounds lovely, too. I would say you could find a recipe online, but it won't be the same. So, you know, it won't be no, the no. same. It definitely won't. No. So that kind of sums up our universal time. So we basically tried to hit all of the holiday highlights of Universal and do all the fun Christmas things that were there. And it was a great time. I mean, I think that's one thing that I love about Pineapple Escapes is we actually do enjoy spending time together. And even if we're sitting on the edge of a road drinking Diet Cokes for an hour waiting for a parade to start, we're still having fun and enjoying it. And that's probably one of my favorite parts about the agency. But anyway, let's move on to our Disney time. So we spent the next two days at Walt Disney World and we hopped between the parks so that we could visit all four parks. And we also um, attended Disney's Very Merry After Hours. So we had a jam-packed two days after a very full day at Universal. So let's start with the After Hours Celebration. Ashley, I'm going to go to you for this one. So tell me a little bit about the After Hours experience and your thoughts on the whole shebang. Shebang. All right. (laughs) Well, I had not done an After Hours before. I had been to a Halloween party. So similar kind of vibe. But I will say that from what I can remember, (laughs) you know, The best thing about after hours is you're literally there after hours. And so the park is less crowded. I know we'd already done a few things and the weights weren't too bad, but we got to basically walk right on Space Mountain and some other rides that we wanted to do. So that was really neat. They have all the treats available to you, the hot chocolate and cookies that you can go in and grab with your family at any time. And then they also had the the carts with the popcorn and the sodas and ice cream available, you know, extra little treats that you can grab and have. So all that was really neat. I will say that my fondest, well, okay, wait, before I get to that, I loved, loved the fireworks show that we had at After Hours. I believe it's the Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks was the show that we got to see. And we did have to kind of get there and, and grab a spot. But it was 
one of the neatest fireworks shows that I've ever seen. So that was super cool. Love that. And then, of course, we were there late. And so my fondest memory, I was going to say, was when we went on the haunted mansion ride. (laughs) (laughs) Was that at 1 a.m., I think? Yeah. Or the well, one like minute till one. That's yeah, why they yeah. let us We go. literally, <laughs> I think we were coming from It's a Small World. And yes. we were like, we have time for one more ride. So we raced to Haunted Mansion. We just made it in under the, you know, time. We were the only ones there. So we go to the door. We're waiting to get in. We, you know, we're like having fun and talking and, and we're the only group. And then the door opens up. Totally freaks most of us out. I think Sharon was the only one that didn't scream at the top of her lungs. No, but I really wish I <laughs> was recording brought- it. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, nobody was recording, so yeah. there's no proof. But we're brought in, and I'm just saying the um, cast member that was there played his part really well, and I was spooked. And so we got to ride Haunted Mansion at 1 a.m. We were the only ones there, and I'm telling you, it felt haunted. <laughs> and I was but by it myself. Was a great memory. <laughs> Yes. In so the they, car- and you know, they paired up and then left me by myself. And I was well, sure I was not that this guy myself. was going to. Okay, but <laughs> Jamie, you was were not be by yourself. <laughs> we saw somebody in the dune buggy. Dune buggy. <laughs> dune buggy. Whatever it is. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, all in all, I think the um, after hours, it was super fun. Like I said, low wait times, all the fun snacks. And just, it, you know, again, the magic of the holidays with the fireworks show and everything. It was just really neat. Um, I think we have to talk about you guys dancing with Stitch, too. That was I mean, my that was favorite pretty part. Good. I oh, love right. that. <laughs> yes. It was so. Okay. So I have come to the conclusion. If you want to see middle-aged adult women <laughs> have fun without their kids. Take them to a Stitch dance party at Disney World <laughs> at midnight because yes. apparently that's where you just like let your hair down for a little bit. <laughs> and don't worry, there is video of that. So I'm sure no. as no. the year progresses <laughs> and we start talking about Christmas, you know, next year, those videos will will surface. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you go on our Facebook page, Facebook. Oh, that's right. Jamie went backslash Pineapple Escapes. I was live, right. so you can see several of our agents having fun with Stitch at After Hours. If you scroll back a little bit to December in the videos yes. section, it, it's there. So, I mean, who who would have thought that we would have had so much fun with Stitch? It really was. I mean, I don't know. I think it was after a long day because, so listeners, we started the day at Animal Kingdom. I mean, bright and early, we were there, did Animal Kingdom, and then went over to Magic Kingdom before the party to ride some rides, get some snacks, because what else will would you do at Disney but eat snacks, right? Like, so we did that, <laughs> and then we're coming into, like, the Christmas party is starting, and where to start it at? But the dance party with Stitch, hands down, that is the best way to start that Christmas party. Yes, it instantly changes your mood. Yes. Like, if you can tell me that you're in a bad mood at Disney World, I don't believe you anyway. But if you are, (laughs) starting at that dance party with Stitch just instantly is a mood lifter. Yes. No, I agree. And and you guys were all so cute. Like, that's part of why I went live, because it was cute and fun. And 
I think it did We're such start good us dancers, up. dancers, you mean, Jane? Oh, yes, such absolutely. Good Just like at the Halloween party a few years ago, <laughs> no, guys. Right? That video needs right. to yeah. go away. That's <laughs> horrid. Oh my god. Oh my god. No. I think they're all cute, and I think the funniest part is like we were all sober. <laughs> like, we, we were, were all completely sober. So I mean. I mean, it there so may fun, have been somebody pushing two other people in a baby stroller by the <laughs> end of the day. We did this 100% without a drop to drink other than water, soda, and pineapple juice or something. No alcohol involved. And, well, it's the reason why you shouldn't go drinking around the world in Epcot. I mean, it just... Like, <laughs> Oh we my. would definitely be crazy then for sure. But yes. so let's talk a little bit about the other things we experienced in the parks. So we did hit all four parks. We did Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom. And then we did Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Just kind of to get like a highlight of everything that was holidays at the park. Samantha, let's start with you. Do you want to pick one of the parks and highlight what the holiday offerings were there that we experienced? So I think I enjoyed the water, the boat cavalcades at Animal Kingdom. And we weren't even expecting that. We were trying to get to the Lion King show and we just hear music on the the river there and you look over and there's Santa Claus waving at you on a boat. And then there was, guess what, Mickey and Minnie. I don't know Mm -hmm. what, three or four came through while we were there, just completely unexpected and playing music and waving and blowing kisses. And I thought that was super cute. My kids would have enjoyed that nice little surprise as you're just walking through the park. Yeah, I thought it felt really magical too, just because we were just walking along and there's there's Santa. Like, that was really neat. I agree. So Sharon, what about Epcot? Was there something at Epcot with the holidays that you want to highlight? So in my opinion, Epcot holiday-wise is not like the other parks. They are really not heavy on the holidays. You have some holiday decorations, but... You don't see necessarily Santa or or any of those other aspects that come out. But we did, well, I mean, because they sort of don't need it. They have Spaceship Earth, you know? And the Spaceship <laughs> Earth for the 50th celebration is lit up so beautifully that I feel like even if they had Christmas decorations, it would be overshadowed with that come nightfall. Because no matter pretty much where you're standing at, you can look over in some direction and see this beautiful ball that is just shining the night. I mean, really is is there. So, I mean, they do have, I mean, snacks. But even then, I don't think they're necessarily Christmas related. Yeah, they're not quite as over the top, I would say, as some of the other parks with their holiday offerings. And I yeah. agree that Spaceship Earth definitely looks like a big glowing ornament, especially with how they've yes. done the light show on it this year and and the magical yep. stuff there. I do yep. really like the tree as you're walking into the oh, World yes. Showcase, the big tree yes. that they have there. I think that that's really neat and a nice you know addition. And there's usually different food booths back in the World Showcase that have some different holiday offerings for the different countries that are in the world showcase so that's nice too yeah i don't but know yeah, did it's you, definitely not as over the top no it's not but did you see the um angel that was on top of the tree she was absolutely gorgeous it's like this golden angel 
I feel like maybe she should have a trumpet in her hands. I really couldn't get a good picture of her. Maybe that's for a reason. Some things just you don't need to take a picture of. You just need to stand there and and look at, you know, and just really um, find the beauty in. But the tree was gorgeous. I did forget about that. And they also have the uh, candlelight processional, which we weren't able to see this trip. But that's why we're going back next year. We already have a trip planned at the holidays next year for Walt Disney World for the Pineapple Escapes team. And we're going to get into the candlelight processional next year because I've been before with my family and I really just feel like it's a great way to kind of set the tone for the Christmas season. It really feels Christmassy. And so that's another highlight of the holidays at Epcot that I think is worth pointing out. So, Ashley or Samantha, who wants to talk about Hollywood Studios? I don't remember. Well, we did also have Santa there in his convertible ride by us. Mm -hmm. So, that was neat to see Santa two days in a row. As far as the other things that stood out to me, I was just excited about riding the new rides that I hadn't been at Hollywood Studios that I hadn't done before. And I think, Samantha, that was your first time on Rock and Roller Coaster. Yes, that was my first time on Rock and Roller Coaster and Rise of the Resistance. Yes. So, you guys, so have, for me, you guys got me on at least three rides this trip that I had never been on before. Yeah. So that was kind We're of going to make you love it one me. of these days. That's right. <laughs> Were the, uh, the rides that I had not done Rise of the Resistance and Mickey's Runaway, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway that I hadn't done either. So, that was fun to be able to try out the new things. And then going back to Epcot, I had also not done Remy's Ratatouille mm-hmm. Adventure. So, mm-hmm. And all those were really different, but I guess this, the new ride technology was very similar with those rides. And that, that was really neat to experience that. Yeah, all three of those actually use very similar technology mm-hmm. on them. So Yeah, yeah so it's neat. called a trackless ride. It really is interesting like to imagine that you're on a ride that has no track to it at all i don't know if it's i haven't dug in i guess maybe it's almost like a remote control vehicle that's programmed a robot i don't know i haven't read about it either i don't know now now i'm thinking Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) but it was fun yeah it was yes it was so the other thing i think that we need to highlight is the snacks and the food so We didn't get to try nearly half of the Christmas snacks, but we did try. I tried the sugar cookie sundae at Magic Kingdom from Auntie Gravity's. And I also tried the Pop-Tart, not really a Pop-Tart, the tart thing from Woody's Lunchbox with the raspberry filling, the Christmas one. And that was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, both of those were good. So we didn't really try a ton of the holiday treats. Samantha, what did you end up having at... Did you just have a cinnamon roll at Magic Kingdom? I had the cinnamon roll. Yeah. Yes. I went fully expecting the holiday treats, and that was my plan. But I don't know. There's just something about passing up the guest on cinnamon roll that I just... I can't do. (laughs) No. And there were so many options. I mean, there were hundreds of fun snack and treat options that we didn't even touch them at Walt Disney World. But the ones that I did try, they were really good and worth it, I thought. So that's something to keep in mind if you're visiting at the holidays is the special treats and desserts as well. Mm -hmm. Anything else you guys want to throw in about Disney? Yeah, so I think one of the important ones is Mickey is back for meet and greets. It's modified. You can't go give him a hug. But we were as close to him as we have been 
in what feels like two years. In two years. Yeah. So that was <laughs> yep. really exciting to go and just talk to him and blow him virtual, well, not virtual, but blow him hugs and kisses, take pictures with him. Also with the princesses, we went and saw um, Cinderella and Elena. And that was exciting. They were closer together than they normally are in Princess Hall. I'm not sure why. Usually, at least when we were there back in 2019 with my large family, it almost felt like they were in two different rooms, at least a little bit further spread out. So you really had more of a one-on-one time. I wish it would be like that. They were very close and you could hear other people talking. It just at least in that room and at that one time when we were there, it just felt like maybe we need a little bit more space, but it was still wonderful. Like It was so magical to be like, yes, we're finally in line to see a character. It felt like maybe things are starting to get back to, to a little bit of, to normal, whatever new normal is. Well, we can sure hope that one day that that's the case. I mean, yes. I mean, we all know my philosophy. COVID doesn't exist in Florida, but (laughs) (laughs) nope. obviously, you know, we are seeing a resurgence right now as we're recording this, which is, you know, disheartening. But everything at Walt Disney World is still going and operating and same at Universal Studios. It's just masking indoors and on attractions at this point. But if you're booked with us, we'll keep you updated on any changes or anything that is happening at the theme parks or with your reservation at an all-inclusive or anything like that. Any changes to the COVID protocols as we know those things, obviously. But anyway, we had a great time at Disney celebrating the holidays and at Universal as well. And we're already planning to go back next year during the holidays for another quick trip just because we had so much fun this time. So we definitely encourage you to start thinking about planning your holiday trip and getting to experience all of these fun things at Walt Disney World and Universal Orlando Resort. Before we sign off, we have to do our crushed it. So I kind of revamped an oldie bit of goodie. So this is one that we have talked about in our crushed it segment before. And it is definitely five stars, but it is our portable charger that many of us on the Pineapple Escapes team use. I actually bought this for my entire family this year. So now all of us have one. And Sharon, I know this was your first trip with this charger and I know you liked it. So you want to tell us a little bit about it and your thoughts? Yes. So I love this charger. I really hadn't gotten it before because I already had three chargers that I liked. I had one that I loved, two other ones that I liked that I fell back on. And so I just could not justify for me the expense right then to buy a new charger when I had ones that worked well for the parks. Well, this past year, my charger started dying. And so it was time to get a new one. And there was no doubt which one I was coming to. I was coming to get this. Several of the agents rave about it. And now I wish I would have just sucked it up and bought it to start with and just like kept the other ones in a back corner for when absolutely required. I bought two, one for me, And one for my oldest son, just in case he didn't get a portable charger for Christmas. But he did get one, so he's not getting my other one. (laughs) I'm keeping both of them (laughs) and so that they can travel with me. (laughs) I charged my phone. Like, my phone was almost dead. And I charged it at least twice with one full charge of this battery. I'm pretty sure I could have gotten a third charge out of it. 
And it was just so nice. I didn't have to worry about having a separate cord. The cord is already attached to it, no matter whether you have iPhone or Android. There, um, I believe, are like three options for your plug-in. So it should absolutely work with your phone. I did catch it on an Amazon special. So it's totally worth the full amount that it is. I think it's normally like $40. And I think I got it actually on like a Black Friday special for $25. So that doesn't happen often. It was like a Black Friday or Cyber Monday deal. But absolutely, get this charger. You won't need another one. I like that it's lightweight and it also fits in my beautiful fanny pack that I wear when we're at Universal. (laughs) Yes. At Universal, in case you don't know, you need a fanny pack so that you don't have to use the lockers. And this charger is thin enough and light enough and it fits in my fanny pack with no extra cords. And so I love it and I can get three or four charges on my phone out of it too. So definitely worth buying and it is located in our show notes. There's a link for you so you can get to it and it's easily accessible on Amazon. So I hope all of you have enjoyed hearing about our trip to Disney and Universal during the holidays. And if you enjoyed this podcast, we love for you to click over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review to help podcasts reach more travelers. We'd also love to help you plan the perfect trip to Walt Disney World or Universal Orlando Resort. You can email us for more information at info at pineappleescapes.com and we will help you get started. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.